Hello everyone this is Sharya and welcome back to another amazing episode of leadership series by Ignite Spirits today we'll be interviewing an amazing woman entrepreneur who has been striving to boost crucial sectors in India beat education or women's health she is the founder of project 21 and co-founder at Ara Health a TEDx speaker a product manager and influential advocate of system thinking and design thinking approach to solve daily problems we learn everything about her journey as a successful entrepreneur and will deep dive into thinking critically as well as applying design thinking in our daily lives bringing to you the story of Pragya Sabu let's begin hey pragya it's so nice to have you here and i'm personally a very big admirer of your journey and your work and i'm really excited to know about how, all the experience that you have been through so far and all the things that led to you like at such a best level of your life that you are at right now so yeah i'm so looking forward to it yeah thank you so much for having me here really excited about this too thank you so much so yeah let's just dive into the first question so i really wanted to know like about your journey from being a product manager to running a social organization for holistic education that is project 21 so i would really love to know how did you come up with the idea and what opportunity you saw that made you start this initiative yeah so uh, project 21 actually i started uh, right out right when i graduated from college in 2017 and what led me to think about project 21 was just my experiences in high school in middle school growing up in india and then coming to the us to study doing engineering as an undergrad and i realized that there was a lot of gaps in our education system that did not really prepare us to um be sort of at a best self after we graduate right like small things like finances budgeting uh being able to take care of yourself uh importance of fitness food nutrition working out meditation um thinking critically about the news that we read like there's a lot of these skills that people pick up as and when they are in the right mindset but it's we are going through such a formalized system of education for so long and it surprised me that why wasn't i ever taught um the value of budgeting and actually like a real practical example that could help me actually budget effectively because i made a lot of mistakes and i learned it the hard way right um similarly i think uh same went for meditation in the times of anxiety and stress there are a lot of times i've like not known what to do and then over time i've realized that okay with meditation for example for me it's you know things can th- i feel better and that surprised me too why haven't we been taught this and we were taught so many other things in school like there should be some more importance given to um life skills and how one yeah. should the op- the different ways of leading your life like everything doesn't work for everyone but there are some best practices there are lots of different ways of doing it but if we were given the exposure to it in school i think i would have been um you know i i wouldn't have to figure it all out by myself and reinvent the wheel and learn by like burning myself many times you know so that's kind of where um project 21 came out of and um i yeah it's been on since the last four years um yeah that's kind of where where it is Okay, perfect. That's really insightful to know. So you just uh, like uh, told us about how you went through abroad and you saw different opportunities and how people are doing over there. So my next question is based upon that. Like, 
uh, how did global exposure give insight on how to bridge the gaps that Indian system faces and what were the potential uh, opportunities or things going on over there that you saw, okay, this can be impl implemented in India as well. So if you could cover a big background with that. Yeah, I think that's a really um, good question. Um, there's, it's not that Indian education system is just not doing anything, right? There's obviously pros and cons to both uh, systems mm -hmm. of education. What I found very valuable from uh, being here was just the importance that I saw around me on sports and fitness and uh, people taking care of their bodies and eating right. I remember like when I was in school, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this out of awareness of taking care of my body. I would work out or like I would play a sport because I enjoy playing a sport or I would eat right because my mom told me to eat something. Right. But when I started living here, I realized that everyone was very independent and um, there was a lot of emphasis on doing all of this to take care of your body. And that's something that really resonated with me. Um, of course, not saying that everyone does it, but I'm talking about my, uh, the, the school I went to, the things I saw around me. I thought that was a lot more prevalent than I had seen in India growing up in high school. Um, so that's one thing that really stood out. Also generally like the importance of reading and meditation, those things I found a lot more um, accessible over here like I saw more people doing those kinds of things so that made me you know being a, a surrounding that sort of um, helped me grow and develop in that uh, sphere and um, that's something I feel like again it happens in India not that it doesn't but it doesn't happen in a formalized way or there isn't enough accessibility to it or exposure about it so those are the things I saw here that I think could be uh, really valuable to um, Indians and I think or like the Indian education system and the final thing which actually was probably the most important piece of this was in school we used to really memorize and focus on road mm -hmm. learning a lot right like okay. we spend a lot of time just mugging up the whole yeah. syllabus and like if the section was crossed out that meant that we didn't have to know anything about it and then yeah. it's not going to come in the test and that's great um I think like that makes us makes us a good test taker, but I'm not sure how critically it develops our minds. Mm -hmm. And I realized here while studying engineering that there was no way, there's no way I could memorize like textbooks and textbooks of things and go spit it out in the uh, question uh, in the exam. I had to truly understand and critically think about everything that I was being taught. So whether it was history and you know we learned some important topic about history. It, we were taught to not take it at face value and we were taught to like question that and think critically about it. Why did that happen? Could have that really happen? What is the opposite side of this? What is the other side of the story? Because everything can be challenged and questioned. And I think that made me a much more, a better like critical and analytical thinker uh, mm -hmm. and just help me you know, develop myself in my career the way I wanted to. And that's, again, something I wish we really, really focused on in yeah. school. And if out of all of these things I said, this is probably the most important one that um, I think is, you know, it's a big gap between the education systems. Yeah, definitely. That would have been so much wonderful if we could have taught about, uh, like been taught about entrepreneurship and stuff. It would be so much wonderful for the students. So yeah, yeah definitely. So let's just dive into the next question. So uh, really big congratulations on doing a successful tech talk. And I really enjoyed watching that. So I have a couple of questions over that. So 
you had mentioned that about accumulating design thinking and systems thinking together. So if you could cover some background about those topics for our listeners and how do you feel this can bring a major impact to our decision-making system to serve our end users at the best level? So what's the take on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so design thinking is something I use pretty much on a day-to-day basis at work even, uh, just because it really allows us the flexibility to creatively problem solve and come up with solutions that may not be the most obvious set of solutions. It also helps, um, you know, understand the problem very holistically. It allows us to build empathy with the user that we're trying to solve problem for instead of thinking of a solution in our heads and just going ahead with it. Um, And it allows us to learn from the users that we made the solution for and iterate on that feedback and come up with a better product, better product each time. And I think design, so, Because of that, I feel like um, it's a very handy tool for anyone in the space of entrepreneurship, product, engineering, where you are required to solve creative problems or solve difficult problems creatively. Um, And I learned this in school, in college rather, and we um, learned, you know, we had a class that we took on design thinking. And of course, that time it seemed very theoretical because you're taking a class and you're working on a project and that doesn't have like a big, like you don't see it being useful outside. But as I started working, I realized that everyone around me was a design thinker or a systems thinker or a bit of both. I feel like one or the other can't be the solution always. And you sometimes in different problems, you may need system thinking, understanding this problem as a whole on a macro level, and then dive deep into the design thinking aspect of it to build solutions. So around me, I've seen so many people like that at work we run these designs or in the past I've run these design sprints where if we have a very challenging problem in our product and we want to come up with an innovative solution for one week, we only go through the entire process of design thinking and not um, distract ourselves from other things to come up with like really creative solutions. So that's kind of, um, you know, I, I really uh, encourage everyone to spend some time looking at it and seeing, you know, a lot of times you don't have to be in a work environment to use design thinking. You can do it in your personal life. You can do it, in a school project, you can do it in an internship. Um, there's many many applications of it. And I think it just trains us to think in a certain way that makes you just a better thinker in your day-to-day life. So that's one value that I've found of design thinking and systems thinking. Like every time there's some someone says something or I read something, I instantly start thinking of those factors that are in 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 this design thinking or systems thinking framework. And it makes me understand the problem a lot better. Um, so that's kind of, I don't know if I answered your question. I just went on a yes. whole tangent about all of it. Uh, but I really encourage everyone to like spend time understanding that and um, seeing if they can apply to their their what they're doing at, at that point in their lives. Yeah, so what I understood, it's like about understanding and creating empathy with the end user. So like you really get to know about who we are serving and what we are serving. So yeah, if I got that right. Yeah, that's definitely one of the key principles for sure for design thinking. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's really insightful to know. I'll just dive into the next question. So how, in your opinion, like, a normal person in their day-to-day lives, like you said about the school projects thing. So how a normal day and a normal person can apply these concepts in their day-to-day life and make a better decision decision for life for their own? Yeah, like I think like, you know, there's a lot of times because 
we are so much in our heads, we end up get developing a lot of confirmation bias about our own problems even, and don't actually understand the problem that we are in many times. Um, it We don't really dissociate the fact from the story that we've created in our heads. So if we take a step back and really apply the principles of design thinking and think about ourselves as the end user and critically think about like, okay, for example, I'm not enjoying this class, um, you know, I'm taking in college or something, right? My instant solution to that would be, let me just drop this class and I'll just take another class. But have I really spent thinking about why am I not enjoying the class? Because the solution of that can differ based on when you understand the problem a little bit more deeply. When you think about the problem, like, okay, I'm not enjoying this class, it could be many reasons. It could be that the timing is not suiting you. It could be the professor is not good. It could be that the material is not interesting to you. Like this entire like division of studies is not interesting to you. It could mm-hmm. also just be that you are working out before the class, you come to the class, you're very tired, you're, you know, you're sleepy and you're not following what they're saying. Um, you haven't eaten your food, it's coming in your lunch break. You know, like there's just so many small things that can be impacting your you not enjoying the class and the solution does not mean dropping the class. The solution is that maybe I changed my professor. Maybe it's maybe changing this whole subject altogether and not taking a class on this in the future, or it could be making sure I'm always eaten. Well, I've had a cup of coffee before I come to the class and I've like, I'm, I'm able to focus. Right. So uh, all that goes to say is that there are a lot of times that we have many decisions and many problems. I give a very, very, very small problem, but we have all of these different things that go into our heads and, but the more we think about it, the more associated and married we get to the story we've made about the problem in our heads. And because it's about us, we build this confirmation bias about it too. But if we take a step back, dissociate ourselves from this problem, think of ourselves as an end user and try to like go through the process of design thinking, we may be able to identify the problem more critically that would help us actually find a more appropriate solution from the problem, for the problem. Wonderful, wonderful. That's really good to never really like to approach this type kind of thinking ahead. So coming on to our next project, I saw at Ara Health, your team works towards bridging India's healthcare gender gap by building a secure and non-judgmental and trustworthy virtual healthcare platform for women. So can you share some of your experiences working on this project that motivated you and how did you, your audience accepted this new initiative? Yeah, I think there was a big need for it. And the need wasn't that everyone around me needed it. it the need also was that we needed it. And uh, when you think about um, just, again, using those first principles and going through the whole process of design thinking, really understanding the user, um, we understood that there was a huge need in the market around just women health. And women health has, again, many aspects to it. It has education, it has support, it has products, it has doctor care. We can't solve for all of it. Um, so we started out really focusing on the education piece because a lot of it can be prevented if people actually know about the prob- know about the condition, problems mm-hmm. that possibly can come up. And a lot of the times the biggest um, cause of issue here was that either a topic was not spoken enough about, so there wasn't enough information, or it was just a very misinformed topic. So you weren't getting the right kinds of information about um, 
from the right sources or there was just too much information and you didn't know what to trust and all of that we wanted to just sort of break all of those pieces out together in our platform and come up with okay this is a topic that doesn't have a lot of information or this is a topic that has a lot of misinformation how can we get the right information to our audience and that just meant going to the source that is doctors and working very closely with a variety of doctors from all over the world to curate this information for our users and um that's kind of one of the things that we're doing and the other thing that we started is billing on the in the supplement space so um a lot of your health issues can be prevented if you're good taking good care of your health and prevention is of course yes you know better than cure and getting the right vitamins in the right sort of nutrients supplements can take care of a lot of the things that can potentially you know go um um go wrong for us in the future so that's how we kind of built the supplement space uh, realized that there's not, not a lot of products for women health in india for, in the supplements a lot of the vitamins are not designed for indian women that indian women end up taking um so with that mindset we went in and decided to um uh build ara health and i think the response has been phenomenal we've been very lucky that um our audience loves us and appreciates what we're doing and i think we just want to continue making sure that we're adding a positive making a positive difference to their lives and really answering um the questions as you know as needed for sure for them wonderful it's so inspiring um so coming up to a general topic i would say in today's scenario like when everyone gets so diverted and we have access to so many resources and so many opportunities are coming up so what according to you contributes the most to keep ourselves aligned to our mission and vision as an entrepreneur and actually make an impact that that changes or impacts the life of the audience that you are serve so what's your take on that yeah that's a really good question i think like you kind of nailed it on the head that anytime you're working as an entrepreneur you will end up seeing just lots of opportunities there will be lots of incredible things going out in the world there is no way we can do all of it and we have to be very very ruthless in our prioritization with what is the mission of this project that i'm working on or this company that i'm working on yeah. um and have like a framework of sorts like is it solving all the problems is it aligning with my mission is it going with my brand is it uh creating the impact that i'm intending to create like today you know we're selling supplements tomorrow there may be an opportunity to start building a telemedicine platform and day after that be an opportunity to start doing blood work in people's houses and they're all great opportunities but yeah. can we do it all no we can't and if we try to do it all we probably will fail at most of it because it's going to be an insurmountable problem to solve so um it's just really coming back to the drawing board and seeing why did we start this what is the mission does this align with the mission if not why not then let's throw it out if yes how does it do that is it a landing with the mission today is it happening tomorrow is it a future thing that we want to consider so you know thinking critically about everything that comes your way and if you if it's really worth the time for where the company is and what the mission is to think about that is very important otherwise we will just go astray and we will not come up with any product or anything that we need to that's really inspiring and i I felt like myself as an entrepreneur. I I usually get distracted with okay, I can do that. I I can do that too. So yeah, like really coming back to our own roots. So that's really yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So coming on to next, what are your upcoming goals in life or your vision for your organization or career in general? Because I I saw you are doing so many great things. I I got confused. Okay. 
like what to next what to ask in this particular question like are you looking forward to that are you looking forward to that so i would really like you to summarize me up like okay what are your future goals after this yeah i think my future goals um to be honest they keep changing uh, and i think like the moment like i have a goal that's like two years out and that happens and it's like you find a new one right like your target keeps shifting but i mean for me it's like i really want um you know ara health to be a very successful organization um um creating impact but at the same time like generating revenue and build balancing good business ethics with good impact um and being a successful business uh that's what i would say my near term goal would be for ara health for sure um because you guys i feel like i'm always looking for opportunities to grow my current job allows me a tremendous amount of opportunity to grow and develop um and climb the corporate ladder um you know i'm just yeah i'm just engaged in a lot of things and i think just growing is my goal i guess so i don't know yeah. if i have a very specific north star that i can pinto for each of these things Perfect, perfect. All you need is to like keep experimenting, and that's what I loved about your profile. You keep experimenting. You're such an all-rounder person. So yeah, that's really inspiring. Thank and you. yeah, since we're constantly striving to create impact throughout so many industries, so doing so many wonderful things together. How do you plan and prioritize every day that helps you stay productive and keep yourself in the moment? Yeah, I'm a huge uh, planner. I love planning things. I um if it's not on my calendar, it's not probably going to happen. Even if it's a small thing like picking up dry cleaning or um you know, going for like any small list of the items that you can think about, it definitely gets to get slotted in the calendar and that way I am able to just stick to the plan. Um and over time I've just gotten better at estimating how much time things can take sometimes of course like things don't go as planned and then you've got to improvise and that's another part of it but um over time as you're working and you're allocating things you develop a muscle to understand okay this kind of an activity takes this much time this kind of a work project will take this much time this is how much i need to allocate um and sometimes even like prioritizing relaxing and sleeping in and uh having fun like just so that you have a mental break to come back to something in a more like uh, in a stronger way um so i just i think for me seeing uh, putting it on a calendar means a lot and seeing it all visually means a lot so that's how i plan it and i plan weeks in advance many times um and it feels great when those things happen as you're thinking about it thinking that off <laughs> yeah definitely that's wonderful awesome so yeah i guess we have reached to like last part of our question and so i would like to ask during these uncertain times when we are like facing so many challenges so many struggles so where did you find inspiration on a daily basis to keep moving forward to keep working and keep creating impact yeah i mean i think i just drop inspiration from just people around me to be honest i think i'm been blessed to be around people that are doing uh, way more than i can even think about are like striving harder working harder whether it's doctors at this time of um our lives or whether it's you know um essential workers small businesses everyone is like doing their best and i really draw inspiration from everyone around me and um use that to propel myself as well forward 
Wonderful. Just the last couple of notes on your advice for students on kind of books or projects or courses they can help can help them that become impact creators. So what's your advice on that? Yeah, I think there are just so many books out there that have such a wealth of information, and uh, we're really really doing ourselves a disservice by not going through those books or not reading those books. Mm -hmm. um, there, I really like a lot of like uh, nonfiction books and I end up spending a lot of my time getting information from those mm -hmm. um, over like courses or videos or things like that. Um, I, some books like by Malcolm Gladwell are really good. Adam Grant is another great author. Um, I'm just blanking now, but like a lot of books in the product management space too. Um, Hooked is great. Inspiration or Inspired is really great. Jobs to be done. There's a ton of different books. Um, if you want, I can send a list out after this as well, if you want to Definitely. share it with yeah, the audience. Sure. Um, but to me, like just reading, reading, reading is probably like the number one advice for sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I guess we are and over here and yeah thank you so much for joining and i really enjoy talking to you it's a pleasure to know about your journey your struggles and the incredible work and at last best wishes for your organization and initiative i hope you achieve your best level and your short-term goal <laughs> that you talked about so thank yeah, you so much well, thank you for having me i really enjoyed this conversation and uh thank you so much likewise thanks a lot mm -hmm.